Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable on the Wide Men Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. Here's the guys to discuss anything and everything brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy, and WowFreeCam.com. Here's your hosts, Nate, T.R., and Tim. Good morning to everyone. This is the, well, Sunday night roundtable, but I guess the Monday morning roundtable for two of the three of us. Uh, welcome to the show. As always, we have with us from the great state of West Virginia, the one and only Nate Bush. And I'm not to back. be outdone, not to be outdone from the even better state of Pennsylvania, the one and only Tom Robinson. Gentlemen, how is everyone this evening and or morning? Hey, <laughs> you too, man. You said to you, oh, man, I don't hear I don't care nothing about Tom Robinson or Dewey Robinson or the missing leg or anything else. All I know is that, is this the 604 or the 506 or whatever that's called? Thankfully, no. I hear fucking answer. improved version. God damn. Go ahead, Tommy. You, 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 Talk. This is much you, better you, than, the, than the 604 or the six you, and three quarters or whatever that were other you, place is. Were you the assholes who claimed... Creative license for writing my material, and and and, and, and I heard you had a, a brothership a group where y'all touch each other like brothers or something, a homo group, a bunch of faggots. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of funny motherfuckers over there. But you know, I heard the the main guy that LGBT or whatever his name is, he crossed the line, man. It's been about six months, and he want to call somebody a drunk, so. Officially, my, my man, I'm back and I'm I'm here to stay. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna get intense, real intense. Somebody say something. Okay. Uh, I had a, I had a hijacked phone. I don't know how many times that's gonna happen. <laughs> we have the worst switchboard service in the universe. We really do. People I don't know just, how that happens. People just come and go. At random, it's crazy. It is. But, yeah, well, uh, I mean, points uh, well taken from Stuttering Tom, who sort of sounds like Stuttering Tom might have an act to grind. First time so I ever heard him make a little bit of sense, to be honest with you. you know, he sounded a little bit no, perturbed, might be the word. Well, we'll have to see what he has to say for himself later on. You know, the high road was nice and lonely, and I figured, uh, you know, two of us might be on there at some point, but it's not the case. It's another story for another time because we cover much more than just wrestling from 1942. We cover uh, everything under the sun, and that's why the numbers are growing and not shrinking. Very true. We will, in fact, cover, we will cover wrestling from 1952. We are that yeah. advanced. And then we don't hijack anyway. other... And we don't hijack other people's shows and ask all the questions that we want. So that's beside the point. <laughs> that's a whole other show, too. But uh, moving on from that nonsense, I don't want to talk about that idiot. 
Um, what's up in the world, boys? It's uh, been a while since we talked tonight, so maybe we might want to get a quick, uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't know, maybe a trailer for the vacation, so to speak. What's <laughs> been up to in the last week? Um, how his tour of, uh, I believe I said it was ancient Greek bathhouses, but... Yeah, I've been hearing. I've been hearing the shows now that I'm back on the mainland, uh, back in the the U.S. And uh, I heard heard some of the some of the statements that were made at my behalf. And Karen uh, wanted to give me a rim job, apparently, <laughs> which uh, which I got a kick. I got a kick out of. I I miss Karen. If you're listening, Karen, go ahead and call me and tell me how much you love me. But uh. I'll tell you this. It was uh, vacation was great. It was great to get away. Uh, sometimes getting away is the best part. I missed you two assholes, even though you guys uh, decided to go on uh, what I like to call a podcasting marathon while I was Goddamn gone. Right. Uh, like I think you guys put out like sixteen hours worth of content in the time I was gone to when I got back. I was like, son of a bitch, these two don't need me at all. Well, but uh, we'll do it again. Do it again. I love it. Great stuff. Great stuff. And uh, got back and really had a good time. Ate myself to death. If you ever go on a cruise, it's nothing but just a feeding frenzy. Uh, just amazing food. And had some great entertainment. Uh, lost a lot of money playing blackjack, which, ugh, you know, I've Uh-oh, never seen it. Gambling bog. Man, I, <laughs> listen. I live where I live. The closest casino is like the closest Domino's here, which Tim made fun of because I ate Domino's when I was in Jacksonville. Uh, Domino's Pizza. There's not one close to me. The closest Domino's Pizza to Logan, West Virginia, is an hour away. Just because like, they know you're going to run through the window like fucking King Kong and start spinning your own fucking dough. <laughs> Maybe, but beside the fact. There's plenty of Pizza Huts and Geno's and there's a Little Caesars and all that, but there's no Domino's. And I love Domino's Pizza. I absolutely love it. I never get to have it unless I'm on vacation. So we got Domino's, and the closest casino is an hour away. So I don't just go to the casino because I'm actually a pretty smart gambler. When I play, I play with a certain amount, and when I lose that, I leave. It's just how it is. Well, on the cruise ship... There's gambling and, and things of that nature. And, and, you know, I like to play blackjack and I like to play craps. And uh, I'm a big Texas Hold'em guy. Um, so, on blackjack, for those of you that don't know the basic principles, everybody's like, oh, I know you got to get 21, but there's rules. When you sit down and your dealer shows his top card, his top card, if it's a, you know, like a three, four, five, or six, normally. You're you're to assume that he has a, a ten underneath, and you're to assume that that next card he's gonna bust. At least that's your assumption. Now, Talking to a former blackjack dealer, by the way, but I'm listening. Well, I'm explaining it to the layman out there. So, okay. So, so when a dealer is showing sixteen, the odds. Of that dealer getting a one, two, three, four, five, or slim, because it's six deck blackjack. The odds meant nothing 
in this case because I saw more dealer 21s on a 16 and a 15 than I've ever seen in my life. It was constant. It was it was impressive to a point. It happens. It it was very impressive. And you know, these are these were good people. But damn, they took my money and they took it fast. I said, "Son of a bitch. How many times can you flip over 21? Like you've got 16, you got to take a card. Five every will. time." Fuck. Could your new name be Clark Griswold by any chance? It, it felt that way. It really felt that way. And it, but here's the thing: it wasn't the same dealer. It was every dealer that I got because I I tried out different dealers, different decks. You know, you try the one where it's automatic shuffle. You try one where it's you know they shuffle in front of you and you got to cut. Didn't matter, man. Did not matter. The craft table ever were, does. The craps tables were cold. Nobody was hitting on the craps. Uh, the slot machines weren't really paying out. It was really just a bad casino trip. Um, so that was one. That was one thing. However, what I lacked in winning at the casino, I made up for in trivia challenges on the boat. Uh, you're speaking to the number one rated Golden Girls trivia winner on the boat. Uh, twenty out of twenty. Get some. Jesus. <laughs> so, what? I like the Golden Girls. Yeah, I wouldn't Girls. get one. I wouldn't That's get one. That's your call. <laughs> you should watch more Golden I barely Girls. know the name of the show, let alone. Well, that's your fault. That's a great show. Did anybody, well, did anybody come close to you? Uh, yeah, a couple people got 18. I got 20. So, it was oh. 20 questions. Yeah. Nothing, like a, nothing like a show about Harney geriatric seniors, yeah. Awesome. Hey, he's he's full of shit. It was golden shower trivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that he days. That I can see nah, twenty out of twenty now makes too. more sense. Uh, but no, um, I mean, I mean, honestly, uh, Golden Girls was the number one show on the air for quite a while. I just never had a yes, it, was, uh, it was hugely fascination that for is it. True. It was a show that I grew up watching with my grandmother. Um, yeah. it was kind of our thing that we did. We watched, uh, this is funny. We watched the golden girls and we watched WCW Monday night nitro, um, for Ric Flair. She loved Ric Flair. Uh, my grandma lived next door to me and she always loved Ric Flair. Uh, but yeah, it's what we would watch golden girls and uh, Monday night nitro. A little bit of woo. Uh, she used to clap and yell "woo" every time he came out. I said, "Oh Lord, Ooh, Granny!" Good call. <laughs> but uh, so do, during the crossover, there was a little bit of "woo" McClanahan. Sorry, <laughs> it was too easy. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. You made him but, pump for uh, it, though, regardless. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, uh, that was, and I ended up, I watched it for years, uh, previous relationships uh, with women. Um, I had an ex-girlfriend who also loved it. What's that? I said, how about B. Arthur Blair? B. Arthur Blair. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, While we're there. Got it. (laughs) What about, God, that's funny. (laughs) I'm struggling oh, for God. any more. So I am on. too. I'm really trying to come up with one, but I can't. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> oh God. Eh. 
I oh, can't. I really, I'm, I'm really trying. But come on, there's got to be some new wrestler. I must have had the name White. There's got to be one. That's what I was White. thinking, and I can't really think one. That can't be that. The only the only one that's coming to mind is Estelle Getty Lee, but that's Rush bass player. So, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So you can well, cross that over with Tim. Take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. I guess Sing you could be. Be- you I guess you could be Betty Dirty White Boy. I guess you could go with that one. There you there go. You go. Hey, that's there. Right. Yeah. That's there. All right. Moving on. All right. But, uh, you yeah, know, won that. And then uh, a couple hours later, Autumn, uh, she ended up winning Friends trivia. She is a humongous Friends fan, if you like that show. Uh, she got perfect score on that, and we won two little 24-carat plastic uh, ships on a stick, uh, which is what you win on Carnival Cruise Line if you can win trivia. Or as the English lady hosting it called them, dingy on a bingy, which, um, wow. speaking of which... Speaking of which, if you want a dingy on a bingy, check out our buddies at wowfreecam.com. <laughs> there you go. We'll check that out later. Uh, but anyway, back to, uh, let's see, what else? Um, like I now, said, is there, any other, is there any anything else you entered that you did not win, or are you just telling us your glory days? or? Well, I or tried to win. Uh, in trivia? Well, trivia, we did, Autumn and I both, we teamed up and won the Guess the Riff contest, which is where the band on the ship would play a guitar or a bass riff from a song, and you had to guess it. And I, we got 19 out of 20 on that one and won. And you missed you missed Mambo number five. I would never miss Mambo number five, ever. Uh, okay, I need a little Monica in my life, a little Angela by my side, and I can keep going, but we'll leave it at that. I actually missed uh, Black Dog by Led Zeppelin. That was the one riff I missed. Um, I got it mixed up with another Led Zeppelin song. I must be weird. I'll go ahead and say this. I like Led Zeppelin, but that's not a band that I'm like, yeah, I got to listen to some Zeppelin. Maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. No, I like them. No. I got no issue with yeah, them. I like them too, but they're, they may be another band that is pushing uh, overrated status perhaps. Well, it's just because they did it first, I think. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. the big deal. Been around a long They were time. like, them and Black Sabbath were like the first metal bands, and they were a big deal. But as far as that goes, like, I don't go out of my way to listen to Led Zeppelin. They got a couple songs I really like, but, you know, other than that. Bruiser Brody's turning over in his grave. He a Zeppelin fan? No, his theme song, dude. What was it? I, I don't know. The Immigrant Song. Oh, was it? I didn't know that. He comes from the I'm out swinging the chain. You got to remember, I was I was born after Brody died. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot about that stuff. Yeah, I was that shot right to the gut. What year did Brody die? What year was it? Eighty-eight. Yep, I was born in ninety. So. Holy God. So I, I never knew his interest theme. So I'm sorry, Bruiser Brody. Uh, I'm, what matches of yours well, I have you know, seen, I've enjoyed. I'm a fan of the character you will and the not gimmick. Win. 
the fucking 605 sponsored trivia. Well, who the fuck the would? What do you win? What do you win if you win that? So you you get the right to buy a t-shirt. Oh, you, you get the right to buy a t-shirt. t-shirt. Oh, do you no, get a you baseball sleeve t-shirt, or do you get a story about how uh, how big uh, the creator's house is because he doesn't fucking pay anybody else? No, you probably win that. <laughs> I apologize for oh, the boy. lawnmowers that the you have in the background, but uh, Manuel. But Manuel yeah, and Hernando came by today to cut my grass. With her uh, fucking so. drones to cut my grass. Yes, they have drones. Yeah. You know, I only hire the best. Uh, hashtag boom. Hashtag yeah. friends of the show. Uh, cutting my lawn. <laughs> so, but anyway, anyway. enough of the uh, six one nine or whatever yeah. the fuck that's called. Um, we did fail on general knowledge trivia. That that one was tough. General knowledge well, trivia. Because you're a millennial. What you, the questions were hard, motherfucker. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. What to do if I don't have enough money to buy a meal at Starbucks? I don't go to Starbucks. Fuck it. Hey, sit there. I don't B, like coffee. Sit there. C, sit C, there. set your laptop up and sit there. <laughs> I don't go to Steal Starbucks because I don't like sit there. coffee. D, Do grow a beer. And you know what other place I don't <laughs> grow <a> beer? <laughs> you know what other place I don't like? Uh, Panera, Panera Bread. I do not like that place. Yes, you. We're aware of this. Yeah, Actually, you've had a Panera rant once before. Oh, have I? Because they only give half sandwiches and half soup, and we all weigh about five hundred pounds. We, yeah. Okay. We all, yeah, we, we all did know full well that the servings are not big enough for guys of our girth, and we detest them. And I've never been to protest along with my brothers. Panera Bread is the equivalent of going to a wedding before you actually get fed and the, and the people coming around going, would you like this? And if you take a little fucking bite of a mini hot dog or a fucking whatever, any kind of hors d'oeuvre, and then, then you're done at Panera Bread and you're like, where's the food? How come this costs $37? That's I what just I'm had saying. a couple hors d'oeuvres. Fucking dip people a piece are like, well, have... They have free Wi-Fi and a fireplace. Well, so the fuck does a library? Won't you fucking go there? God damn, bro. Yeah. You need to come here and pay all this money. But anyway. Dip the screw the bread and the soup. Right, the fucking soup's gone. As a millennial here who lost the general knowledge trivia contest, the question, here was one of the questions. Um, right. I'll give you two of them. I remember two of them distinctly that I got wrong. What was the name of the captain on the Titanic? Oh, fuck if I know. Exactly. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would know. I would know fresh off the uh, watching the movie, but it's been quite a while. I would say his name was Nah. Captain DiCaprio. DiCaprio. <laughs> his last, DiCaprio. Uh, his, he was Captain Smith. Smith was his last uh, name. Um, really? Huh. Yeah. And the other one was, how many minutes does it take light from the sun to reach Earth? Good Lord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are the questions that I'm getting asked. Well, the speed of light's pretty damn fast. but uh, It is. It is. Almost as fast but I, but as me at Golden Corral. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with uh, Tom. Tom Robinson on Free Coors Night. 
or <laughs> or Tom Robinson with a lovely black woman with large titties. <laughs> yeah. Now that <laughs> that's time travel fast. But he's ready. But he's back again for another go round. That's like Doctor Who. I'll take it back then. Those that is not a general knowledge question. Yeah, like, that's what yeah, I, I take. I take back what I said. Then that's that's pretty hard. I would never yeah. get that right. And it's eight minutes, years. by the way. It takes to the, <laughs> the speed of the light to get to Earth. Um, <clears throat> but then we that's also true. we there was a brain teaser um, trivia questions that that we we did not win that one. Uh, apparently, my brain was not teased enough, and I could not catch up with it. But you know, but we tried. Oh well. Um, I would have made did, like joke answers if I didn't know them. Like, no, like we kind of did. I'd have been Captain Lou Albano. Captain Antonio. There you go. <laughs> Captain Morgan. Oh, one of them was that Tom would have done really good at this. I wish he was there. Divas trivia about uh, women, or I would say women, but there was one male involved. But uh, they played a snippet of a song, and you had to guess the name of the song and the person who sang it. And they played a lot of those old. Oh, I thought you were talking wrestling divas. You were talking no, no, Cher no, no, divas. No, no, Cher and Dolly Parton and Aretha Franklin. Guy, Tom girls like that. All those, cause he, he probably would have. He probably, he probably would have done really well in that category. I know. Wish he would have been there. Did but, Lex uh, Luger body slam Aretha Franklin on the U.S. Uh, whatever that ship was? <laughs> no, no, he body slammed that woman you went out with that time to the comedy club. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, you mean that slam her around the world? And actually, it was That's more of a hip toss, according to Mr. Fuji. Uh, it didn't. It was no body slam. He said, he did not body slam Mario Cozona. He was a, a hip toss. Yeah, he was right. Because uh, the only one who slammed Joe Cozuna was Bruce Polpants. <laughs> he wasn't there that well, that's day. True. Oh, boy. That's true. That's true. You and, know what? Uh, doc- <laughs> on a lighter Dr. note. Dr. Mike he, pictures. I will give you the Bruce Polpants update. Bruce had on his uh, Facebook page today that uh, 40 years ago today he was on stage with Johnny Cash. Well, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Singing like Bruce Bruce things have happened. Yeah. Could have been a security guard. <laughs> no, well, on stage uh... singing with Johnny Cash. It's quite clear oh. that he was performing with Johnny Cash. Yeah, he could have oh. been fucking... Uh, on security, yeah, that I'll, I'll I'll buy that, but well, maybe, but yeah. Anyway, enough for Bruce Pobans. Moving on. Um, one thing, the main story that I wanted to tell from this uh, vacation, because I'll be honest with you guys, when I go on vacation, I go to relax, I go to not do much. Did I have a couple drinks? Yeah, I did. I had a couple. Um, but you know, I mainly go to just kind of chill and get away from everything. Cause I'm always running around doing something, but this trip, we didn't do a whole lot. I mean, we, 
we did go to the islands and we went to the Nassau and the Bahamas and to the beach and all that and that's fine. But um the one thing I did want to talk about was I entered on the boat a hairy chest contest. Right. Uh, yeah. I did not know what this hairy chest contest consisted of. I thought it was, hey, you know, we're going to get a bunch of dudes up here, and they're all going to uh, take their shirts off, and they're going to have their Jerk, chest hair. Jerk each other off. And, uh, you know, uh, hey, 20, Maybe. 20 bucks is 20 well. bucks. But, uh, yeah. Got to make that one, black tech money back. Yeah, for real. I'd have to been up there for days. Uh, but, uh, one thing I didn't know was they get about 12, I think there was 12 of us up there. And one guy who had had way too much, uh, jumped up there in a speedo. Yeah. And let me tell you, this was a small speedo, but <laughs> anyway, uh, here was the, uh, what? Was his chest hairy? Not as hairy as mine, but he liked to dance so around being, a lot. We'll put it that way. Just being the jokester. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he uh, anyway, back to what, what was I saying again? Oh yeah, um, hair chest. So here was, know it all. Here's what happened. They got three women on stage. One who was in her twenties. Now we're talking. One was in her thirties and had like five kids. And one woman was in like her fifties or so. Um the fir- the elder woman, I won't call her elder, but the, the eldest of the three was in charge of taking her hands and running her fingers through the chest hair of the men. Came on stage. The second was in charge of checking the back hair of the of the guys, and the third woman, the youngest, was in charge of checking to see if we smelled good. Yeah, <laughs> this was very interesting. That's, that's fucked up. Well, I put the bitch's hand right on my nipple. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, they play. You tell the middle one to get way down there. That's that's not stop for back hair. See if I got any on my ass. Well, the uh, uh, the first, of course, they play different music, and you got to kind of dance up to them, uh, and kind of put on a little bit of a show, if that makes sense. And then they pick winners and they move on. Well, apparently, I didn't put on a good enough show, but uh, <coughs> so I was eliminated after the first round. <laughs> However, wow. that's probably, probably to your benefit. Probably. Well, I, I saw what happened in the second round, and it ended up being guys at the uh, pool shower putting on their best shower scene. So I was kind of glad I got the hell out of there. But, uh, and then the finals, they dressed them up like women. So, yeah. Uh, I see where that was going. Yeah. Well, the my attempt at winning this contest, however, was all captured on the phone of my fiance who filmed this. Yes, she did. And it's and, <laughs> now available on on the campsite. 
if we get if we get enough downloads, I'll put it up. But uh, <laughs> I'll put it up so where everybody can see it. But uh, cool. yeah, it was. Uh, she filmed it, and uh, she she got she's a, a kick out woman. of it all. What is it? Now she's a brave, brave uh, woman. She is indeed. Now go ahead. Now when you were. When you were at the Bahamas uh, and you showed a picture and whatnot on social media, like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I, I ran out the house or something and then got back on social media because what else do I have to do? Um, but anyway, I go to one Tennille Dashwood, a.k.a. Emma's mm-hmm. Instagram, and she's scan- scantily clad with bare feet on a beach saying, saying hello from Bahamas. But at that point, I think you were already back on the ship, so I didn't even, you know, try to recontact you. I mean, you're with your fiance. You don't want to see some hot wrestling broad, but I did. <laughs> okay, let's not kid ourselves. If Emma was within 100 miles of Nate Bush, he could smell her there, and he knew she was there. Let's not even... Well, here's the thing with the Bahamas... The Bahamas is multiple islands. She may not even have been on the same yeah, island. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Mm. need to be nowhere near one another. Yeah. Uh, if Emma, if, I got if one Emma was in Clifton Heights, I'd find her. Oh, yeah, I know you would. That's what I'm saying. Like, if she was there, he'd have known. Um, I got but, one uh, question, Nate. Yeah. Um, I want to know, and uh, the viewers probably, or listeners probably don't want to know, but I want to know, All right. did you spill seed in a Kleenex on foreign territory? <laughs> did you, you mean did I jerk off? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you masturbate in a foreign country and waste your seed? <laughs> Not on this trip, no. No. Have I be- now have I before? That's a difference. All right. Now, now the jury's coming out to whether we're going to call bullshit on that or not. Let's just say I left, I've left. i left some things in San Francisco, not San Francisco, but Mexico before, and we'll leave it at that. All right. Then I'll ask question number two. Did you waste seed in a foreign country? <laughs> what is with these questions? Well, come on, this is... Viewers want to know. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it. At, viewers okay. may want to know. Did, we'll you, leave it at that. did you and the old lady were you intimate? <laughs> what kind of question is that? No, you're not even going to answer that. Direct one. Good Lord. <laughs> I never. No, I don't ask no you. What? you your now, lady Tom. Tom, we have the answer for why he why he missed us so much. Apparently. Oh hell. I'm, I'm sure they were romping at sea. Some of those pictures well, were kind of like so blurry. <laughs> All right, anyway. Fine. Don't answer that. Moving on. I withdraw <laughs> the question, Your Honor. What a random question. <laughs> I didn't think so at all. I would think it's what most people on a on a trip with their fiancé would be, would be doing. To be quite well, you got to remember. If you if you call Cuba, maybe they hurt us, so we'll leave it at that. There you <laughs> go. Very close right. to Cuba? Yeah, yeah, very. Oh. I don't mean to throw a rocket feet out. 
Uh, yeah, I don't mean there. I meant Cuba Gooding Jr. on the movie Boat Trip. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was wonderful in Snow Dogs. Yeah, no, show don't. me the money. What a dick you know, he Cuba is. Gooding Jr. Has Cuba Gooding Jr. ever had like a prominent role in a movie, and the movie actually be worth a damn? Jerry Maguire. Yeah, but he wasn't like I mean like a main character. He wasn't really that big of a character. He was a big character, but he wasn't he the was main dumb, character. Man. He was dumb, man. He won an Oscar. Seen him besides much. that, no. <laughs> Did he win an Oscar? Okay, well, all we gotta do, yeah. all we gotta do to win an Oscar yeah. is not molest anybody. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, uh, not, not to belabor, Cuba, Cuba Gooding doesn't really deserve much time on our show, but uh, it reminded me of uh, another black gentleman named Ahmad Rashad. Did you guys, I don't think we ever brought it up on the air, uh, pictures surfaced of his wedding party to Felicia Rashad Allen. And mm-hmm. two guys, two of his groomsmen were, do you guys already know this? Harvey Weinstein no. and Bill Cosby? No, no, no. Close. I know Cosby had to be. Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson <laughs> in the oh, fucking Jesus wedding Christ. party. <laughs> Jesus what Christ is right. Holy what do you want? I mean, Christ, it's like me getting married with with uh, Benoit and Snuka as my guys. Jesus. Or me having you and Tim oh, in mine. Yeah. That's hey, kind man, of a picture that nobody. you'd, <laughs> I'm just you'd like, think that, uh, you know, those would, uh, as the years went by, those pictures would slowly start to disappear as you search them out to destroy them so no one would ever know. I'm so physically unattractive, I roofie myself just to jerk off. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the Tim and Tom Show. Uh, sunny the night. Tim and Tom Show. The closest thing you're ever going to get. The closest thing you're ever going to get. It'll be the closest thing you're ever going to get to Statler and Waldorf in person. Right. Except we're funnier. I don't know. That There's remains some, to be seen. They have some classics now, I'll tell you. Yeah, but they're all, they're one shtick, right? Pick on the bear. <laughs> all right, Frog, you can unlock the door. <laughs> guess, the show is over. I guess we sort of are because we pick on the bush, so. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so I guess it's not far off. You telling people I went to Turkish bathhouses and, and Tim is giving that. me shit. He gave he he made me buy that because you guys have all fair conversations that I don't know about and I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> I He's just like, about yeah. had him believing it. I said, No, 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 he's not on any cruise. He's no, not me. Ancient Greek bathhouses. Trying to get his mojo up before he gets married. <laughs> Shake that last message of gayness out of him. And I had to add that it was a bunch of AIDS soup in that little whirlpool. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, vac- vacation was nice. Uh, had a good time. <laughs> Glad to be back. Though. Oh, Did you get tan? Or do you do the, like, uh, as the body hair cover that shit up? Eh, a little bit of a tan. Nothing. It actually rained quite a bit, so... Uh, yeah, I was kind of. I, I I hate to admit that I, you know, I got actual concern for your health, but 
was a little worried because it was like rocking, and they told me on my news that Cape May or or Jersey Shore had a little mini, I forget the terminology, but something with tsunami at the end of it. I was like, oh, fuck, Nate's out there on the bottom half of that fucking ocean. It, it rained quite a bit, and there was some lightning, and you know, but other than that, the worst thing that hit down there was the Caribbean food hit my stomach and caused the worst possible flatulence that could have ever occurred. Um, that was the worst part, but uh, other than that, we had a good time. Farts are better than sharks, What is it? Farts are better than sharks. Oh, yeah, every time. Yeah, and it's a man's right to fart. Absolutely. I don't know if you guys do this, but some, sometimes I'll, I'll, if I feel one coming, I'll pull a respective ass cheek as far out as I can before I unload. It feels cleaner. God. It feels nicer. So it's like you open the door and let the wind blow in? <laughs> yeah, and I get... You know, a natural sound as a, as, as opposed to a, you know. <laughs> is, that the, is that more about comfort or is that about achieving a more melodic sound? <laughs> melodic comfort and less muddy sounding. Oh, I see. Tom Robinson presents shit in G-sharp. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> is that a four-finger G or a three-finger G? Never mind. <laughs> we'll let you be the judge. <laughs> And now at the presidential inauguration, it's Tom <laughs> Robinson on the ass cheek. Tom Robinson Never. has <laughs> Tom Robinson has filled his colon with Chinese food, and it's now time to play Hail to the Chief. And it's ready. And it's ready. <laughs> He's gonna rip Never say somebody. never. <laughs> hey, somebody pays, and we think we've pretty much established that that if there's money involved. Well, speaking of money involved, anyway. speaking of money involved, if you need money, you need to contact our our next line here. Check it out. If you've been injured on the job, facing divorce, experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on a compassionate, thorough representation at New Law Office. That's right, the practicing law of Stephen P. New. He has practice areas of personal injury, automobile accidents, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, and employment discrimination. Mr. New is a proud sponsor of Wide Men Can't Jump, is a big basketball fan, and also pro wrestling fan in the West Virginia area. Stephen P. New will fight for you and will represent you whether it be locally or nationally. Get your free consultation today by dialing 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com today. Again, that's 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com today. All right, and we're back. After that, I'm going to figure out why I knew that. What is it, TR? Professional spots. We do what we Indeed, can. Indeed, and, and it took and it took me a minute to figure out why I, why I should know that. That was a childhood flashback, I believe. To the People's Court. Uh, yeah, People's Court. Ah. People's Court. Judge Wapner. Yeah. yeah. Judge 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 Wapner comes on for Judge Wapner and Will <laughs> yeah. Will Fortune Judge Wapner. 
Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Known as Black Quantus. Is that a rain man uh, raffle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're flying tonight, boy. There's, there's been a couple of singers. You gotta really practice. You gotta really be a fan of the Mesol Sin to to get the references here tonight. <laughs> I, I took a uh, film appreciation class. That's the only thing they really taught me, because <laughs> everything else I had already seen the movies that we watched. Uh, oh, well, good for sleeping. Are you are you uh, are you through with your vacation, or do you have any more breaking news from the from the seas? Uh, yeah, I'm done. There's really nothing else to talk about. Uh, we did do a, uh, a thing called the chef's table where they feed you like a 12 course meal, you know, appetizers, entrees, and it's all fancy and like master chef kitchen and all that shit. And it's, it was really, really good. Um, so, but you know, uh, other than that, you know, it was really uneventful, but I had a good time. Uh, big thank you to all the people that I watched the basketball game with on the cruise uh, that uh, checked out Wide Men Can't Jump. They told me they would. Uh, a lot of great basketball fans on, on the seas. And uh, a big big shout-out to the two comedians that were on the uh, on the boat, Chaz Elsner and Tim Smith, I believe was their names. Uh, both very, very funny comedians. If you've never checked those guys out, check them out. They're, they're pretty funny. Um, oh. But yeah, um, that's pretty much my vacation. Had a 12-hour drive back on Thursday. Um, on Friday, had a very long band practice. And then last night, or Saturday night, had a show in Huntington, West Virginia. And got home at 4.30 in the morning, slept and went to work and came here. And now we're doing some, some roundtable discussion. That's been me, guys. That's been me. So anyway. Let me, let me take it to... Uh... Fucking uh, ice fishermen up there. How's the uh, how's the NHL coming along with these Vegas Golden Knights? That, you mean to Mr. Hockey? You ice you road, you ice road trucker, you. Ice road truckers. I've seen that. Well, today was a was a was a harsh day as the Jets uh, were eliminated. Boo. Yeah. And the Vegas Golden Knights have moved on to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, much to, well, yeah, no, there's not anybody that can't say that's a surprise. Um, the only trouble, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come up with a basketball, uh, a series in the basketball that would kind of mirror the hockey one, but I don't think there's been one. Um, Vegas is kind of falling into success in a way. They're just good enough to win. They don't make any mistakes and they get, I mean, like today it was two to one. Uh, both their goals were on on Winnipeg goofs, um, and they did just enough to win. They don't look fancy doing it. You look at their lineup and you go, "How in the hell are they doing this?" Because the only thing they really got is a goalie. I mean, that's pretty helpful, admittedly, but still, no superstars, not a single one. But they know their roles, and yeah, they are kind of like kind of like the uh, mid two thousands. Detroit Pistons, who didn't really have a superstar, just had a lot of really good players that knew what they were doing. Well, the you know, without getting into it too much, the 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 draft, as for those who don't know, that's their first year. Um, the draft was set up in such a way that they really couldn't have a bad team. 
Like they have nobody on that team without NHL experience. They were all uh, guys who had at least played in the league to some degree, um, and a few that were not superstars but good players uh, that their teams couldn't protect for salary cap reasons and, and, and stuff like that. So they ended up with a uh, a much better team than any other expansion team has ever been able to put on the ice just by the way they did it this time around. But uh, I do want to throw out there, though, for all those people that say this is the first time a, an expansion team has made it to the final, you are wrong. The 1967 St. Louis Blues. Louis Blues. The Blues. In their first year, made it to the cup final. And to top that, they also made it to the final the next year, 1968. But they didn't win. So Vegas has still got a chance to top that. But that's a little tidbit that, well, most people, 1967 hockey, well, there was only 12 teams, so nobody cared too much. That was the year the Flyers came into the league, Tom. I'd actually heard that. I actually heard that little bit of uh, information yeah, on that's ESPN not radio. A lot of people are aware of. Believe it or not, the guys on ESPN goal, so. got that one. Who won? Yeah, who won in? Who, but who won in? Nineteen sixty five. Nineteen five. White zombie. <laughs> I got it. Thunder kiss sixty five. Yeah, I didn't. Tim must, right. must not have even watched yeah. DCW up there again. Apparently uh, not. No, it out no or... never. No, wasn't uh, wasn't available. Nowhere to watch it. Jeez. But, uh, I was going to say, the, Blues, they, the St. Louis Blues cheated because that year they – can you imagine this? Can you imagine this happening in the basketball? There was only six teams in the NHL. They brought in six expansion teams. They put them all in the same division. And then the playoff format was interdivisional, so that one expansion team had to make the cup final. There was no way around it. Wow. How bizarre Freak is that? That's kind of stupid. So, well, I think that's back when, you know, 1967, not much of a, uh, a television. Like, the, the revenue was tickets. Not like now, where it's advertising and all that like never occurred to anybody hmm. pretty weird well uh, uh go ahead tr i'm sorry no go ahead i, I was gonna say ECW, you're talking about ecw a minute ago um tim you didn't get to watch it due to location i didn't get to watch it because of my age um when ecw finally got a national tv deal i think i might have been about nine maybe ten <laughs> Um, they went out of business before I turned 11. Uh, yeah, I, saw, I saw a pay-per-view or two, but I didn't really know what it was. And to be 97, honest, I was seven years old. It, yeah, if you'd never, never ever seen it before and you saw ECW for the first time, well, it does take a bit of a bit of an adjustment to watch it. Here's the thing with ECW. If you watch wrestling, if you've never seen an ECW pay-per-view, match, uh, show, anything. If you go right now and watch it, you're not going to be that impressed. Honestly, you're not. But you, if you look at it in the context of look at what was going on in 97 and 96 and 95 and look at what they were doing then, 
then it's pretty spectacular that what they were doing at the time. But that's the thing with ECW. They like, to watch them now. They just it doesn't hold up against time. Does that make sense? Because with everyone... a Napster, with, with a Napster. That's what Bubba always says. With a Napster of the pro wrestling business. A little, little Taz, a little Bubba. I'm, I'm confusing my impersonations. but It's all New York. He, he feels like he's brilliant by saying that ECW was Napster because Napster changed the music industry and he feels ECW changed the wrestling yeah. business, which might have changed it for like a minute. Um, but Yeah, and I was going to say not oh. really because... What's back? What's Half back the roster's dead. <laughs> yeah, the legacy yeah. is kind of a twisted one, to be honest. It's a. Uh, I will say this: it did lead to the greatest WWE um, DVD that they've ever put out, and that was the uh, Rise and Fall of ECW. That was a fantastic uh, DVD. If you've never seen it. Mm, I don't know if I have or not. That's it's really. I think I saw. I think I saw, but I didn't care. Um, okay, well, but I don't care about let's much. Let's go to some. Let, let's go to something you do care about instead of ECW. No, 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 because I still had a hockey thing. Um, let oh. me re- rewind. Oh, you still got a hockey thing? Oh, well, I thought we were. Done I, I had one when I said go Nate, and he said go Tom. I said no, but let me. I gotta. I gotta find it again. Sorry? Um, it was okay. about Vegas. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, uh, it wasn't humorous or nothing, but I saw that last night that uh, the Lightning won their third in a row over Ochokeskin, right? <laughs> yeah, true. So, did they have a shot at winning uh, the home game and then the seventh in Tampa, or is that over? No. No, that's over. No shot. Okay. Well, I'd say that's over. Yeah, that's another one where Tampa Bay is notorious for slow starts. I think they've been doing it the whole playoffs. They lost the first game. It looked looked like garbage, and then all of a sudden their good players start to – they just got too many good players. Washington's got Ovechkin and maybe one other guy, and that's it. Tampa Bay's got eight. Like, you just can't stop them all. It should be interesting if they if they play Vegas, though. That's going to be a really contrasting styles. Uh, run and gun versus mucking in defense, so it, it could be could be interesting. Well, one well, thing another I'll hockey say... note though that you guys should probably before I'll let you go next day. Um, go ahead. The United States beat Canada in the World Championships today, and Canada did not get a medal this year, wow. whereas the United States did. That mm-hmm. hasn't happened in a while. So there's a little little something for American hockey to be proud of that they they finished third, but. That's not too shabby. Well, Thank God, President score. Trump. <laughs> Paul Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's going to get somebody invited to the White House so somebody can say they're not going. Yeah, really. Um, one thing I'll say about um, Washington, if uh, they do lose the series, um, and the lovely and incredibly talented um, Mia Khalifa, Honey, I know you listen, and I know you're listening right now. And I know you're going to be upset if Washington loses. You just holler at Big Nate. I'll take care of you, baby girl. Don't you worry. 
your opinion on pro wrestling is stupid. And but other than that, you're okay. So you just holler if they lose. I'm done. Hey man, I got a call. Shit. Uh, All right. And it's not the it's not the asshole either. Really? Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a different number. Okay. Let's it's do what we got. All right. We'll pipe them uh, up. This is a weird name. Um, Chicken Shack. You're on the air. Hey, yeah. I just uh, I just pulled up here. Was looking at the the menu. Y'all got any of that barbecue chicken? We've been looking for the barbecue chicken all day. Chuck. Chuck, you want some chicken? Chicken. We need we need the twenty piece burger for Chuck. He he got the fat ass. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> you terrible, Chuck. That's just terrible. Wait, so, yeah, wait. So this is. This is Chicken Shack, S-H-A-Q. I couldn't see it on the car ID. We're just trying to order, I thought it was man. Chicken Shack, like Radio Shack. But it's actually Chicken Shack. No, I got my gold bomb powder ready, man. I'm going to eat this chicken. Barbecue chicken. Need this barbecue chicken. Some mashed potatoes. Can you hook me up? I'm at the drive-thru window. Is this the drive-thru window? Is it Chuck? Chuck, you here, Chuck? If I dialed the wrong number again, shit. You did chicken shack, but thanks for checking in with us. Uh, well, I was going to tell you, when you ought to make me some barbecue chicken, it was shacked in a fool. So, uh, JaVale McGee! All right, chicken shack. The hell was that? Never know who you're going to hear from on this show. <laughs> for real? Yeah, like I said, our, switch, our switchboard is magical. Uh uh, Apparently, speaking of basketball, speaking of basketball, astoundingly, I've been, you know, if you guys notice on my Facebook page lately, when I go through those memories, I'm stunningly accurate on some old predi- predictions, and I've been nailing every goddamn playoff game other than the Sixers, which uh, Denim Fritz pointed out that I was wrong on the Sixers over the Celtics, but that was half homerism and half because I didn't know how real good the six or Celtics were. But I went out on a limb today as people were doubting Steph Curry, as I went into on the Tony Basilio show last Friday, that the Warriors will be back as much as their heels and et cetera, et cetera. But I didn't like that Steph was getting no love and, you know, saying he's a, they're picking on him on defense and he can't, he's not himself and he may have still have a knee strain. Uh, I just went out on a limb today and I said, Take the Warriors tonight, and Steph will lead them with 35. I didn't say 36. I didn't say 34. I said 35. How many points did Steph carry out tonight? Did he have 35? He had 35 on the fucking button. Wow. And the Warriors, and the Warriors won by 40. So yeah, 35. And it was, and it was, and it was ugly. You nitwits might want to listen to me. And, uh, you know, because those yearly things ain't going to go away, and I will bring them back up every year of every correct prediction. Well, according according to sources, un, unnamed sources, your picks, you, you are now officially one of 237,336, according to sources. Um, well, that's, that's after auditing, right? <laughs> that's after the, uh, the auditing. That's, yes. Well, uh, Tim's. Uh, Tim's got a slightly better record than me. I think he's two and two hundred ninety-seven thousand and one hundred or yeah. something. But 
I'm a hundred. But he lies about his. He lies about his. I make my shit up totally. <laughs> yeah, even though it's all, even though it was all on tape. Yeah, Tim's and numbers are <laughs> Tim's numbers are like that of Crooked Teeth Wrestling. Uh, yeah, a little bit exaggerated uh, over there with the retweet. How do I have hate? Yeah, I just I put up my little show and don't bother anybody. I saw some God. of their shit yesterday again where they they put out an episode and fucking ten minutes later it's the fucking most downloaded episode of all time. Man. <laughs> it's incredible how... How, uh, yeah, well, I, I happen to be able to confirm that. I, I have my—I I just ordered a uh, Los Inger Nobles shirt as well. <laughs> or, uh, but I'm wearing that with no pants tonight. <laughs> you know, lost, lost Jamie, lost Jamie Nobles. Tom Robbins, uh, your Twitter account. I, I, I gotta I gotta call you out for this. You're offering Nate and I up for sex with other people on Twitter. Fuck yeah! I don't want to do them. I just want them to follow I jump. didn't see. I didn't see this till just now. What the fuck? Fuck you, bastard! I said if they follow I jump, one of them one of us will have sex with them. Yeah, it's with a dude, so you know. Some somebody hey. gotta get that get those numbers up. Fuck, man, and well, people you know listen to it. I'll we take one more followers. My God. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> Nick Better. is the youngest and the hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh you God. son of a bitch. <laughs> well, that's people Notice might be into bears. Best... <laughs> Notice how he didn't put best well hung, though. He didn't put that there. The fuck what I know what you guys got packing. Apparently, according to Karen, I'm hung like a horse. Well, I don't know, man. That fucking but, uh, rim job offer was a little bit, you know, vomit-inducing when I thought about it. I just saw the tweet here. The June 9th Belmont, put your money on Justify. Wide men can't side saddle. Make sure take your money on Justify. I think we got a triple crown winner on our hands. <laughs> and look for the fourteen hour episode of Wide Men Can't Side Saddle. That's right. Wide Men Can't Side Saddle. We will be will be jockeying for position at the top of the charts. Uh for that. Yeah, I'm not a horse guy. Yeah, I have to take that, that, take that as you than, may. But to say there's a I, joke. I know there. less than nothing about horse racing. Well, you may not be a horse guy. You may not be a horse guy, but there's something out there for everybody. And speaking of that, let's go ahead and roll into this. Segway. We want to invite you to check out our sponsor, WowFreeCam.com. For everything you could ever want and imagine in a cam site, it's finally here. It's WowFreeCam.com. You can log on right now and go look at some beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. WowFreeCam.com limits absolutely nothing to your effect, and you can join right now and go check out all the fun over on WowFreeCam.com. Make sure that you are 18 or older before checking out the site, but we want to give our oldest sponsor some love here on Wide Men Can't Jump and the Wide Men Network, wowfreecam.com, have been with us from the beginning, 
and we want you to enjoy all the riches they have to offer. So check it out now. You don't know what you're missing. WowFreeCam.com must be 18 or older. I checked some shit out. I was watching, like, uh, couples, and I was watching single bitches masturbate, and then I watched, I clicked on the tranny thing, and I I was you know, thinking of my, my buddy Danny Ozark, who's now half a woman, and I, I don't know if he's chopping the cock or not, but I watched, I watched this tranny jerk off last night, and I was so fucking mad because the tranny looked like a chick and had nice tits, but the dick was, like, twice the size of mine. And I'm like motherfuckers don't even want to be a dude, and they got that. I want to be a man, and I got fucking six-inch fucking max, and that's 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 if uh, I'm using a fucking magnifier or some kind of gimmick mirror. Fucking shit. Pepper, <clears throat> so pepper and the tweezers, as it were. So, so when they came back uh, for round two, is it called Return to the Mac? I missed it. I'm sorry. You said it was like a Mac. Which was like a Mac? The, the cock? You know what you said? Maybe I misheard you. I think uh, I did. Yeah, that's, that's what threw me off. I was just mad that the, the chick with nice tits and a nice face had a twice the size of a cock as me. Well, it's okay. You have twice the beard she does, so don't feel bad. Not anymore. I shave that shit, too. Yeah, I was going to say, oh. I got news for you. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I've been in the middle of the yeah. ocean. Okay, give me a break. <laughs> you were back from the Yeah, man. I've been in the middle of the ocean and making commercials for us. You know how that goes. Gotcha. But uh, one thing I did want to find out. Uh, man, Billy Ocean's awesome. You, you can lay off over there. Can't be um, so, TR, you did tease earlier. Do you want to save this for later about meeting your daughter's boyfriend? Nah, well, I can talk about it now. Um, was, I'm intrigued. Uh, it was uh, Friday, and she's usually off on Friday, so I was going to, what was I going to do? So I got this uh, thing from DirecTV. Did you get a gift card from them when you joined up or whatever? A $100 gift card? Yeah, something like that. We've been with DirecTV since I, before I was born, so I don't I don't really know. They didn't offer that at the time, but That's yeah, they the do that. the fourth time things have happened before you were born. I'm getting a little sick of it. You're fucking 28, blah, 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 blah. Big fucking deal. <laughs> Asshole. Just because my life's ruined, you don't have to fucking rub it in. Anyhow, I have I have a. Uh, I love you though. I have a uh, a gift card, so uh, you know I, I wanted to take her to the local vitamin shop, and uh, you know she gets sick a lot, like I do. Like she runs herself down and whatnot, and. Uh, Anyway, she's like, I already went to work out, and I'm, um, me, Jimmy, and Jonathan was her cousin, who I always considered family. We're going to blah, 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 blah. And, uh, 
you know, uh, my other niece, the nieces have kids and shit, and my mom ends up helping my sister watch the kids, and they all go flying. All of a sudden, Big TR is left alone on a Friday with no hoops, no wrestling other than that New Japan on Axis. And uh, Nate's on the fucking seas, and me and Tim did 87 hours before Friday, so there was really not much going on that I, you know, in my life. But, you know, I had a couple dollars, so I figured maybe I'll meet uh, my daughter and meet this infamous new police officer boyfriend. And, uh, you know, I went down and... Uh, he seems okay, but, you know, you can tell by the people you surround yourself with or what have you, and, uh, it's just that young millennial vibe, and I'm not talking 28-year-old millennial, I'm talking 21-year-old millennial, where they run in, like, packs of five, and, uh, they all have, like, fresh kicks, and, and, like, you know... (laughs) Really, really white sneakers and stupid. One of the stupid idiots is wearing a New York Yankees hat. You don't do that around here. Fresh TR saying fresh kicks may have been the funniest thing I've heard in three weeks. Uh, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very street, yo. And uh, oh, you know, even that song that I I recommend is. is uh, what's That's a good new, song. New, new kicks, give me cushion like Whoopi. Uh, anyway, but I thought, I thought your favorite rap song was "Good Vibrations" by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> nah, because I think the Funky Bunch was really mistreated when he moved on to a multi-million dollar career. Yeah. I mean, go down to Skid Row, you see a bunch of dudes with fucking needles in their arm and shit like that, and I'll be like, "You look familiar, like Funky Bunch." Do I have a dollar? <laughs> Yeah, Funky Bunch are giving their jobs out behind the feel it, feel dumpster it. at 7-Eleven. Maybe you can catch other Me members mouth. of the you can catch other members of the Funky Bunch showering at the Y. Yeah, true, true. Uh, and uh, you know they they weren't involved with good old Marky Mark when he was beating Asian men to death with his little Boston Mafia little dickhead. Anyway, now nah, he's alright. I met him on the set of uh, The Happening or Shooter, one of the two. I was in both of them, but I actually met him on one of them, and he was... Well, one of them was actually a good movie. Uh, I don't even fucking care. I just wanted that hint. paycheck. I'll give you a hint. It wasn't the shooter that was bad. Mm. The Happening. Yeah, the, happening. the Happening, more like, should have never happened. I, uh, I just watched... Was, but, um... It was M. Night Shyamalan who lives around here. Uh, yeah, okay, so, so it was a half decent movie, and then you went to yourself, what the fuck was this when it ended? M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I just yeah. know that I got Fair. paid, laid and made, for being in a scene with John Leguizamo, and he was a cool guy. But well, uh, that, that's cool. That's cool. But I met uh, Wahlberg, and he was... Nice enough to say hello, shake hands and stuff, and whatever. He wasn't a dick. Yeah, but but yeah, when he was Did younger, he was a quite burger? a pistol. Did not offer me a wall burger, no. Um, but a friend of mine, Mike Mike McVeigh, actually had a celebrity boxing match with whoever that weird guy on that show is, a fat dude or something. Uh, oh, no, I I've never watched the show, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never watched it Nothing either. That interests me. 
But yeah, uh, back to the daughter thing. It's like uh, a lot of things on I shouldn't be putting out there internationally, but I don't care because I'm a pretty open book. That's the difference between me and fucking the podcast to tell their audience that they love them but won't add them as friends on uh, fucking Facebook. But anyway, um, uh, sorry, I'm a little bitter tonight because that, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, I didn't like the friends. Uh, he had one kind of nice kid friend who was uh, respectful, and uh, he was respectful. So the jury's still out, but I didn't like my daughter's actions in that. Like, every time he would try to talk to his buddies, and I've been through this as a young adult, insecurity, like a fucking big X, like if you get a wrong answer on Family Feud, (laughs) your relationship's going to be over if you act like this. Like, every step he would take away to, like, have a conversation with somebody else for, like, a second, she would reach over and grab his hand or put his arm on her shoulder or something. Like, first of all, you know, not for nothing, my daughter's attractive. And everybody says that, but mine is. And the women should be treated. These women, the young girls, have have always grown up on that stupid porn where they got to take a fucking uh, a gallon of uh, semen on their face by ten ugly dudes. (laughs) And they think that they're, they think that they're inferior when they watch that porn on their phone. So insecurity is a terrible fucking thing. Let your fucking man go talk to his friends. Talk to your father. Talk to your cousin Jonathan. Talk to whoever. Feel secure with yourself. And, you know, if he's a douchebag and doesn't appreciate it, then get rid of him. Oh, he's pulling his arm. That's the last thing I want is some bitch pulling me on top of her for public displays of affection. When you're 20-something, you can't see that because you're like, oh, my God, what are my friends going to think if, uh, you know, my my significant other is talking to somebody else? They might think he's cheating or she's cheating or fuck that neurotic bullshit. I didn't want to pass along on neurotic shit. Leave him alone. Don't touch him. Oh, you, got a, you got three other girlfriends with you. Talk to them while he's talking to his guy friends, even though they're fucking stupid with nice sneakers. <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't you dare. Don't you dare call them nice sneakers. There's there's two points there, Tom. The first one Fresh is there's kicks. nothing a man hates. Thank you. There's nothing a man hates more than being smothered. You fucking right. can't stand it. Agreed. Or a woman. The other thing is, and or a woman, too, for that matter. And the other thing is, is never forget, ladies, you are the prize. Right. As far as the man, as the man is concerned, you are the prize. If the man wants you, right. he will, and that's the end of it. And the rest of it does not matter. But young people don't yeah. think that way, but they probably and Tom, And, Tom, I don't know your daughter, um, but and I know that, you know, you're looking at it, you know, everybody says that their daughter is, is attractive. No, your, your daughter is, is very attractive. Well, thank you, I think. No, I don't mean it in a bad way. I, I'm being respectful. Uh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> if I'll... I'm just not going to say anything because I'm still in trouble for hitting on Nate's mom. So, nah. Oh, okay. If you can get her some free health care, she may move up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's she want to bring you with her. Hi, Daddy. Oh. <laughs> That'd be a nice reality. Yeah, no. Young young women really have a problem that they think they they're the ones that have got to. Um, 
be the instigator and uh he's gotta know I, I gotta do everything with him or he won't or he won't know I, I like him and all that kind of crap. And it's the total opposite. We fucking hate that. There's nothing worse in fact than than not getting some space when uh, you can't well, fucking turn around and they're in your grill. I worry because when I was about twenty two, twenty three <clears throat> I was with her mother by twenty two. I don't know, maybe twenty one. I was with this girl, Reenie, who was hot blonde. We were at a wedding, and she's like, come on, dance with me. I was like, no, I don't know why, because I, you know, I'll dance, but I guess I wasn't a drinker or something then, and I was, I don't know, in my own fucking head or something. But I didn't dance with her, and uh, she goes, can I dance with Jim then? Jesus, my buddy. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. Like, but I didn't really mean it. And then she's dancing with him, and I fucking flipped out. I started, like, uh, you know, imagining, because I was insecure. That that made the whole wedding we're looking at them and thinking I was uh, being cheated on and being disrespected, and I reamed her out and all this other shit. And it made her not like me. And I look back on that now like, what a fucking moron I was. I mean, she danced with Jim. Who cares? I didn't dance with her my fault not hers so i don't want my daughter to fall in the stupid full steps uh, footsteps and make herself look like the like she's lucky to have him as in vice versa so just my observation there but well, one thing i've one thing i've learned the the you made the comment they all travel in packs of five yeah my pack is down to about three because i'm getting bigger so i can't fit as many in the car <laughs> But, uh, no, I joke. But uh, I know it's a it's a rough time meeting a a young woman's uh, boyfriend. Uh, at least I would imagine, because I've been that boyfriend that has to meet the dad, and you know I try to be respectful um, as yeah. I can. I've only had to meet a few dads, luckily in my life. I haven't dated a there, The trouble is, is you will never measure up. As from one father to another, as Tom well knows, there's not a man on the face of the earth good enough for his daughter. It's just that simple. It's just the way it is. It's not true, but it's the way we see these things. So you're already fighting an uphill battle before the battle even starts. Yeah. You're really going to have to impress me to uh, to uh, get my uh, thumbs up, as it were. Well, I like the other one, but he cheated on her, so... You know, I gotta probably kill him if I see him. But I mean, I, it'll be that doesn't exactly say much for him, does it? No, but I mean, if she acted like that with him when I wasn't around, like she acted normal when I was around a few times, well, they had already been together for six years. But if she was all clammy and pulling on him, I'd fucking cheat on her too. Uh, no, I, I would. I would counter that a grown-up. Uh, you 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 don't you stop seeing one another and then you go to sleep with somebody else. You don't do it while you're still. Engaged with the other one, so to speak. Oh boy, do I agree. That, uh, yeah, that's that's not how you do that. That's, yeah. that's a young man's. That's a young person's move. That's not what grown ups do. Break up first, then go do whatever you want. <laughs> or break up with someone via text message. That's another. Yeah, one well, that's that. a millennial. That's a that's a, a move for the the times, right? Nobody no, that's bullshit. Anymore. No, but it is what people do now. It's easy to do, right? Yeah. I guess. Happened to me I once. Know, I was pretty pissed about it. 
I was born before cell phones, surprisingly. How about you, Tom? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Right? That. Back when we were born before back when people know, knew how to talk to one another. Yeah, but we're not exactly glaring examples of that. <laughs> no, but I still know how. To, I still can have a conversation with another human being. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't dump my, my wife by text message. Nah. All right. Mind she'd hunt me down. Move. She'd hunt me down and well, kill me. If you have to give a, a wrestling rating that we do, I give it a one thumbs up for now. Not happy with his wasn't uh, as good surrounding. As you, wasn't as good as you hoped, but 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 it could have been worse. He wasn't so bad. Yeah, I mean he he, he himself didn't uh, give didn't me any that. bad impressions at all. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's a lot better than it could have been. Just don't like the guys you surround themselves with. That's all. Well, not to change the subject, however, I uh, I do have a little bit of news information. Okay. In case anybody hasn't seen this, um, we haven't talked about it, so I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. Um, this involves the great country to the north of Canada. Oh no! Fuck that. Johnny Manziel has signed a contract with the Canadian Football League to play for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah, I did know this, but that's okay. Let's. I'm going to throw my own country under the bus, but that's basically Johnny Manziel has decided to play down at the YCMA on Sundays. YMCA. Yeah, sorry, whatever I said. That's that is that is a nothing. Uh, if he thinks in any way, shape, or form, playing well, I mean, I guess it's better than playing nowhere, but not by very much. The CFL is not the same kind of game as the uh, NFL. Um, the guys are smaller, slower. Uh, the field, you know, the four downs and all that, you know, the, the, the way we the three downs, four downs, the field's bigger, the ball's different. I can't even begin to list the amount of differences. Like, I, I just, I mean, like I said, I guess maybe it's a way for him to get back. He hasn't played some of the players what, have years. downs. Yeah, him, yeah, some of them. Some of them are in groups named after it. Sing songs well, with Chop Suey, I believe. Well, here is yeah, Manziel's contract. I don't know if you guys saw this. This is from Bleacher Report. He can't be getting paid much. Manziel's CFL contract for this year, 122,000 base contract, $10,000 signing bonus, $18,000 housing stipend, $10,000 if he's active for six games, $10,000 for 10 games active, $10,000 for 14 games active, Another 120000 if he plays half of the snaps. By March 1st, if he's still there, $75,000 off-season bonus. And in 2018, that goes up to 202000 with the same incentives. So, uh, so that, uh, that was too many 10000 What's that equal? About five hundred grand if he does everything good? Uh, if he does everything right, let me see, 10, 20, 30, 40. Close. Forty, yeah, close to. I'd say closer to four. His uh, uh, his teammates are going to hate him. 
Well, according to what I've read, he's not even going to. Uh, he signed a two-year contract, and uh, with them, he said Hamilton made Manziel a two-year contract offer on January seventh to keep him on this negotiation list while it tried to work out a deal. So he apparently he's looking to try to get back to the NFL and using the CFL as a start. Well, well, he uh, he's allegedly. <clears throat> Anybody his age, even with uh, that on the line, saying that they're clean and sober is a little hard to believe. Uh, but he claims he's straight, sober, clean, whatever. And, and we have to uh, see some proof of that. At, at the Division One college level, he was quite a spectacular player. And if Tim's assessment of the town up there is accurate, and he stays off the shit. Maybe Johnny Football, three years, could be the next Doug Flutie. Come back to the NFL. Sober. Maybe. You know, I always thought Manziel had what it took to be in the NFL uh, from my looks at him because I noticed, other than his, his attitude and what he, uh, what he wanted to do uh, off the field. <clears throat> but... Um, because he had the arm strength. Watch the guy run around and scramble and fall backwards and on off of his back foot. You know, not even stepping forward and complete a, you know, a perfect pass. Yeah. He's got he's, he's got good. what it takes. His only issue is himself. Um he yeah. got drafted to Cleveland, which is a death sentence. Um pretty much it's like getting drafted, you know, let's just say let's just say the whole world decides it's going to start drafting people to go to its country. That's like getting picked by North Korea. That was pretty much what happened. Um, No offense to Cleveland Browns fans out there, by the way, but you got to know it's true. How many draft picks have you had that are worth a damn? Um, I'll wait for a while in the past five years. So I'll I'll be right here waiting. Um, But it's true. (laughs) Sure. But uh, he's just not – he's his own worst enemy. Ryan Leaf even told him that. And Johnny Manziel – I think sober to Johnny Manziel means he hasn't done anything today. Now, last night didn't count because you got to do something on, you know, it's – hey, it's Memorial Day. we got to do something, right, you know, coming up. So, you know, I, that's how I look at it. If well, he is sober, it, if he is clean and sober, good for him. And if it he won't stays take that way, long because the CFL is not the NFL. It is not the, you know, as we all know, the money is not even close. I mean, that actually, to be honest, that five hundred thousand dollars is a ridiculous amount for a CFL player. Uh, most well, he's going to get. The they're the going to get ratings out of it. Yeah, most of the guys in the CFL have have uh, jobs in the off season. They don't make enough during the year to, like, it's not a one. Uh, job uh, they they can't make a living off of it. Like um, but he's only going to he's only going to make that money if he does all the yeah, shit. And that's that if he, he yeah, not that he does fun. well. On top of it, he's making um, he's, he's making that uh, he's make he's guaranteed to make close to two because he's got the signing okay, bonus and the base salary. Yeah, but that's peanuts for those guys. That's nothing. That's for those guys. I could live on two hundred thousand a year easily. Yes, but it's. But I mean, what do you think his contract was? The first contract he signed with Cleveland was. That's been in the millions. Mm. Well, yeah. Half I mean, you're not going to make the money. 
All I'm if yeah, he's but all, all I'm saying is for him if he's serious, he's going to have to be serious because there there's only what uh 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 CFL teams I believe and they're spread out across the entire country. So we're talking about there's no short hops to anywhere. You're on a you know the, every game is a is a is a a trip they go across the country jet lag nonsense but you don't get to live like a king while you're doing it either because these guys are on these teams are on budgets and there's no even the richest CFL team is just dirt poor compared to a well it's not there's not even a comparison the cheapest NFL team has got it over top of the best uh, CFL team by miles it's not even close well man so here, I'll give you this Manziel's first contract um, was stretched over four years. He was supposed to earn over four years eight point two four seven million and a four point three two million signing bonus. Okay, so he he may have money if he's smart. <laughs> but I don't know about yeah. If he were smart. Yeah. Do you think he'd be in the CFL right now? Well, like I said, I mean it is it is the only option he has left. There's nowhere else to go. It's there or nothing. All I'm saying is if he's, if he's going to have to be serious if he's going to do good there or up here because it's too fucking hard. Like, if you're not going to put everything into it, you're not going to make it. So it won't take long to tell if he's serious or not. He'll either be gone in two or three games or maybe he'll find that he's actually really likes football more than he does partying and he might make something of himself. But I would say his chances of success are not good. My sister had great success in, in Rent and Frozen, um, so maybe he could survive off her for a Moral while. from her? Yeah. Anybody? I'm going to have to say that I didn't get that one. Uh, don't, you lost me. All right. I'm a... I'll just Google. Mm. I forget her first name. It's hard to say. But her last name is Menzel. Oh, mm. is she the singer? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's why I wouldn't know. I'm sitting here going, Kristen Bell. Where's the common? <laughs> where's the common denominator between Kristen Bell and Johnny Manziel? I'm uh, right, but I don't. I still don't get it. But okay. <laughs> India well, Manziel or something like the that. singer oh. of the song has the same has the same. Is that the is that the woman that uh, John Travolta mispronounced her name at the Oscars? Yeah. Yes. Because oh. it wasn't uh, He didn't have a cock in his mouth When he tried to say it The lovely guys, and talented me, guys, even, guys give me a break I was just blowing the bell hop He wasn't even close yeah he, like, he, yeah he wasn't even on that same continent it was like, He could have sneezed And got closer He could have said anything And it would have been better the wickedly talented, oh. and the joke, and the joke about that was, he said the wickedly talented because she was in Wicked on Broadway. <laughs> he, he didn't, didn't, he didn't have her. a clue who she was, but but bragged her up. God, that was so funny. <laughs> Seriously, Speaking of, uh, uh, let's God. throw this one. Let's throw this one onto the round table. See what anybody has to say about it. Uh, I talked to Nate about it briefly off air. I don't know if Tom's seen the tweets or not. What do you think about this uh, 
war between uh, Jerry Jarrett and the rest of the universe. Who? Mr. Jerry Jarrett of wrestling fandom. Jerry Jarrett? Jerry. Yep. Jerry Jarrett, yes. Who's he fighting? You know? <laughs> Fucking you name it. That guy's going on there, and uh, he's declared war on, on Pritchard, for sure, and Conrad. Uh, he was tweeting about, uh, what the hell did he tweet? That that uh, Bruce's brother Tom said he used to abuse animals when he was a kid, and it was getting fucking dark. Uh, Especially considering uh, Jerry, that Jerry's as old as he is, it seemed like a strange... Uh, I was telling Nate, it's like high school over there with those guys. They they pick sides and then stab each other in the back, and then come Monday, one of them's on a different side, and it's just ridiculous. Don't you love the world of internet podcasting feuds? I don't uh, know why they I care. Did, I did. I did at one point, but now it's kind of, you know, it's too many like, weird fucking people. Yeah, to the best of my knowledge, all Bruce ever said about Jerry Jarrett was that he was not at WWE to ever take control of that company when when Vince was in his steroid problems, and that he didn't think he was as talented as everybody else thought he was. That's really all he said. Well, he has kind of ran Jarrett's name in the mud. I mean, and here's the thing. Um Jerry's Jerry's um it, it worked in Memphis. Yeah. It, it definitely worked. Um everything worked great in Memphis, but there's a difference between running a regional promotion and a national promotion. Um Well, I think that was his point really though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not taking sides in this. Uh well, I mean, the people that I, I don't know, but I don't I don't either. But, you know, everybody praises Memphis. And 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 I've honestly I haven't watched enough Memphis to say yay or nay, but um, I don't know. It just seems like everyone universally loves Jerry Jarrett that's doing a podcast these days, and somebody has a differing opinion, and all of a sudden he's he's an asshole. Whatever you know. No, they're just they're just opinions. Everybody's got one. Well, I gotta add a little something, something. Um. You know, I I just think it's one camp that really is uh, pro Jarrett, and uh, not that I have anything against Jarrett. He was nice to me when I met him and talked to me on the phone. As Jeff actually gave me his number one time when I was considering going to Memphis with Harley Lewis and uh, Derek Domino. But at Bruce and Conrad's live show, and I'm sure it's no secret, they. Uh, Bruce talked about when they briefly worked together up there, and Jarrett allegedly, uh, per Bruce, um, talked about what he felt was a common thing called a circle jerk and asked for participants. And Bruce was thrown off thinking it was a rib, and he was dead serious that he wanted like five other guys to stand in a circle, and the first one that comes or something, loses, I forget what the rules were, but, um, so, I mean, if, if it stems from, from revealing that to his live show audience, then, you know, I guess, I don't know, uh, if you're into that and you're well, promoting it to your yeah, coworkers, I mean, I could, then why be embarrassed, but, yeah, I mean, 
I could see where you might be might not want that to get out to the general populace, but if you said it. And both Jared and Lawler, um, you know, I was in Tennessee in the fucking 80s, and I, I got every goddamn tape there was of, of Memphis, and I loved Lance and I loved et cetera, but, you know, come on. It was just great angles from here and there, but we're talking when we were like 14 years old. Uh, you know, or some of us not long, even here yet. Some of us not even fucking thought of yet, and uh, it's like you know, you're you're too old to be fighting people. I mean, come on. It's like he and Jeff didn't speak for ten years, maybe. I'm, I don't even know if that's accurate, but a long fucking time. I mean, I, I'm not. Uh, doing backflips with my, what my kids doing and stuff with her young adult life, but I always love her and I would never stop talking to her. Um, so, you know, when when the, the the Memphis crew of like all four of them, literally, and then whoever's whoever's on stupid chat rooms that just follow blindly because they think one day at a convention somebody will go, hey man. Um, that's their ultimate goal to be friends with uh, these people. And that's why they blindly just take sides. Uh, and guess what? The people don't actually want to be friends with you. Um, just a little clue to get back to your real uh, life. These people you think you're going to be buddies with don't really like you that much unless you're giving them shit. Uh, so anyway, um, I kind of twisted that topic up a little bit, but, uh, you know, the reality is, and I like Jerry Lawler and always have personally, uh, it's been a long time and, uh, you know, I don't know how important of the 9 million people he met that I am to him, but six months lower, six months, Jarrett, that was their territory who, who booked. And so once in a while Dundee would get in there or whatever or Dutch, but it was six, Jerry, six, Jerry, on and off, and they drew great TV, but there was like eight channels at that fucking time, and et cetera, and they paid the boys fucking 25 bucks, 40 bucks, et cetera, to drive to all those towns a million miles, so, I mean, I don't know, uh, to, to take anyone's side just on those things alone i thought that's pretty unfair bad business practices um to make wrestlers literally starve eating tuna out of a can and shit and stand at that shitty congress in in nashville um while you have a fucking billion dollar property that kamala comes out of your pond with for videos <laughs> you know so maybe I'm leaning toward the side of Bruce and Conrad. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe. starting to see a connection between a couple of people that I've never made the connection before as to why one loves the other one so much. But it's kind of starting to make sense. Uh, yeah, just uh, maybe. I don't know. I just thought it was rather bizarre for a man who's what did we say he was? Seventy years old, I believe. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah, seventy-five years old, and you're on Twitter throwing physical violence at another man. It's 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 very strange. Like who cares? Did he throw physical violence at Bruce? Yeah. 
Bruce would fuck him up. <laughs> like, Bruce has got enough money to eat. I read a couple of them to Nate. Bruce doesn't just, fuck just him kept up. getting pay somebody darker and darker. When I seen Bruce, uh, whatever month that was, he was every bit as big as me. It wasn't, you know, that I, I ain't muscled up anymore either. He was every big, every bit as tall and as and as big as me. He he fucking picked Jared up over his head like like he was Jared from Subway. <laughs> Are we sure that shot. this is Jerry Jarrett on Twitter? This is his. Well, like that, that, that's well, what I'm starting to wonder. It's a it's a verified account. Okay, so well maybe I'm looking at the wrong account here. Take that for what that's worth. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong account. Okay, I take that back. Maybe it's not. Well, it's, it's his, you know, Jerry Jarrett, author, promoter, husband, father, blah, 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 blah. Well, they were all at the WWE Hall of Fame. I, I'm sure they had to cross paths, and, you know, I didn't hear of anybody throwing like any punches said, or unless anything. It's a, unless it is a parody account, but it doesn't say that. But most of them, I don't know. No, it's possible that it's him. It's only got fifteen hundred followers, and I can tell you most. I could probably tell you what other shows they listen to, but oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Or maybe that laugh a minute Travis Scott Bowden's running running the account. Uh, yeah, he's got that guy's a hoot. Well, here's the thing. I'm looking here. And Jerry Jarrett follows, if this is his account, he definitely follows Conrad. I guess he has to keep up with uh, what Conrad says. I don't know. Again, this is one of those things where you just got to, like, why do people feel the need to fight over wrestling from the 1970s? Can we get that, please? Can we think about a, that? Yeah, I think it, it goes down to human nature again, that whenever you put more than two people in a room and bring up anything, you're probably going to get at least two opinions of the, out of the three, and the fight is on. Because not very many people are willing to just say, well, you know what, that's your take on that. Okay, it's not mine, but whatever. Most no, no, let me tell you why. Got to try to convince Let me tell you, you that, that you're wrong. You could put these people in a room together, and they'd never argue or fight one bit. However, if you put them behind a keyboard where they believe nothing will happen to them, that's when they get tough. If you can't look at somebody to their face and tell them, you know what, fuck you. You know, if you do it to somebody in person, that's when you'll get some fucking respect from somebody if you can do it in person. Anybody can get on here and just tell somebody to go fuck off. So that's my thing with it. Everybody wants to argue online whenever they're uh, behind their computers and at their house and think nobody can find them. You know, that's just the thing. If you ever get up in somebody's face and actually tell them off, that's when that's when I'll believe you. That's when I believe that you can actually do things like that. Everybody wants to argue yeah, about this, every fucking thing because they know nobody's going to do anything about is, it. Um, this account has only gotten busy since you started this, for the podcast, huh? Well, to not belabor the point of, uh, you know, 
that nonsense, I watched something that's very serious and very near and dear to me, and that is Total Bellas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Total Bellas. Anyhow, I actually didn't watch, like, the fucking debut deal because I forgot and, like, uh, I had to tape American Idol for my mom and watch basketball and all this other shit. But uh, it's, it's not I on the network, like the, right? It's on it's on a regular channel. It's on E, but the old seasons are on the network or something. But anyhow, uh, you know, I like seeing Daniel Bryan and interacting because he's like he's a minimalist. He purposely, you know, got a house that's one third of John Cena's guest house. Um, just because he, Brie, you know, Nikki likes to spend millions. Brie was like her, but they changed a little bit. And that, you know, whatever. But I'm straying from the point. Uh, the big, you know, story, which people are starting to think is an angle right now. I, I, you know, I think if, if it's an angle, it's it's a shoot based on a work or a work based on a shoot or whatever that kind of, if they are back together, then they're going to make it a storyline. But and it, it gives ratings for that fucking show or whatever, but I don't think it, I, I really think Cena was kind of needed to get the fuck away from her, because one thing that I hate in relationships, uh, is one of you guys outdoors or something? No, what? I'm not. Uh, and I heard like a brief like, <laughs> anyhow, um, I fucking hated, and it happened more than once, you go out with a girl, you go out with a girl, right? And I'm not, I'm not talking about you, Tim, with your wife or you, Nate, with your uh, fiancé. I'm just talking about, you know, you're going out with a girl, right? You like that girl. You don't like her fucking 52 cousins, 78 friends, her fucking mom, her dad, her fucking second cousin, Spider, who just got out of jail and has an ankle monitor, etc. And a stupid fat looking kids and shit like that so i mean i had to deal with that and it's on total bells it's always like john um i'm going to invite Bree and daniel and john laurinitis and her stupid brother and his girlfriend and their newborn babies and all this other shit and seeing as always you can just read his face like i'm into this hot chick nikki bella can't we just be the fuck alone? We work like 87 days in a week. And she's constantly bringing this shit around his house. And it's like, come on, man. I, like, I remember I, I'd be like, you know, with, 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 a, with a girl, I'd, I'd be like, uh, in the last couple of years, I'd be like, listen, I like hanging out with you. And she'd be like, well, everybody's coming over tonight. And, uh, I'd be like, well, I'll be in here watching wrestling. You can be out there talking with them because I don't like it. I ain't going out with them. I'm going out with you. It's not my responsibility to fucking go out with them. I'm going out with you. And it's the worst fucking situation to be in. You know, you got to fucking uh, talk to people that are just uninteresting. If the, the basic straight point and the gist of it is, yeah, you know, once if you're married or something, you're part. You know, you should try to be part of the other person's family. I ain't married yet, and I could see him being so. I, it was no work. He was uncomfortable on film. Like he's, you know, okay, that's interesting. And you could tell he wanted to be anywhere but there. 
And I know that fucking feeling, man. And that if she's if well, she's not very perceptive. She's kind of a dingbat. But if she could fucking see that, or if they have an open relationship where he can talk when they're laying down and when they lay their heads down to sleep, as they say, he's like Nicole. Whatever fuck her name is. Is that a real name, Nikki? Nicole? Something like that. Like Nicole, you know. I got engaged to you, not the 17 others that you keep bringing to my fucking house. Keep them the fuck away and we'll see each other on Thanksgiving, maybe, or fucking Christmas. Not every two seconds. And, uh, you know, that's my rant because it happened to me and I'm not as famous or nothing, but. It totally turns you off to the chick because all she wants to do is fucking bring you around other people. Fuck the other people. I just want to hang well, with you. If you want to hang with them, hang with them. Don't bring me. Well, there's one thing, one point you made that I, I agree with, though, is, you know, sometimes you just got to 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 man up and, and support family. Speaking of support family, let's hit this one. Hello, my name is Kennedy Miller and I'm a beauty guide for Limelight by Alcone. We are a professional makeup company now being offered to the public after over 60 plus years in the industry. My website is limelifebyalcone.com backslash Makeup Kennedy. I can also be found on Facebook as Makeup Kennedy. To contact me about products or joining my team, you can email me at makeupkennedy at yahoo.com. I'll be waiting to hear from you. Well, that's Makeup Kennedy there, and thanks to all of our sponsors again for being here with us. We have lost Tim. Really? Yeah, we've lost Tim. I don't know what happened. He has we vanished. Lost, uh, we lost our whole show one night. That was yeah, he told crazy. me about that. He told me about that. Um, but yeah, Tim has vanished. I don't know if he'll be able to call back in or not. Uh Maybe he, I don't know. I mean, shoot him and see what's going on. I hate to lose Tim. I'm close to the end of the show. What time? Oh, here he is. There he is. There he is. Let me click him back over here. We got you back. Hello. There he is. Back on. Yeah, I did. Everything okay? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I got the the boots for some reason. Not sure. That's okay. That's why we have two of us watching the board. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, never hurts. Um, so what happened there? That ended with uh last thing I heard you say was support family. Yeah, and then I played the makeup commercial. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, well, I was going to say that when you when you marry a woman, then you sign up for the family. That's a whole different thing. You've kind of made the obligation at that point that you're going to put up with the, you know, the mother and the father and the kids and or, or the or kids, the brothers and sisters and all that nonsense. But when you're just dating a girl, that's a whole other. And then when they're spending his money on top of it, that's the one I love is that she always wants to do stuff, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's probably always the one who gets to pay for it. I would think. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to invite half my family all over, and everybody's going to eat and stay at your place. Um, yeah, I can see where that might get annoying after a bit. Nah. That wouldn't uh, get annoying after a bit. That would get annoying right fucking now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
probably. There's a difference between helping family in need and uh, just everybody mooching off the guy that's making a lot of money. Now, don't get me wrong, he makes a shit ton of money. Like, a lot of money. the rest of them. How much money? I mean, even the the Bellas themselves make a certain amount of money. Uh, Daniel Bryan is getting paid. It's more fun to spend John's money. Well, I'm sure it is, but... Only time I've ever watched that show, I saw one episode where she was staying over, and he freaked out on her because she put her laundry in the, uh, um, you know, in the laundry chute, and he got mad because he told her, you know, uh, uh, left-handed socks go or left-footed socks go over here, and right-footed socks go over here. Like he's that. Yeah. He's kind of a strange dude that he he keeps his left socks and his right socks separate. It's actually brilliant because it's actually brilliant because I can't never find socks that match. Well, he didn't appear to have any socks that weren't already like they were all just white socks. So I don't see what difference it made. Well, if you're listening out there uh, and you're thinking about old Nate here, send socks because I need to get some. I don't know too many men who don't need socks. That seems to be a man thing. When I was a kid, I used to get socks for Christmas and I'd get pissed. Now, if I get socks for Christmas, I'm the happiest <laughs> fucking camper in the world. Yeah, I'm like, yes. excited now. Socks and, un- and underwear. Yeah, man, yeah, need some under- of that, too. Socks, underwear, and a t-shirt is pretty good. That's a pretty good haul these days for Christmas. You're telling me, or man. Or your birthday or whatever. Um, I have uh, my thing queued up, and I, I don't know if you guys see the number, but he's calling. Oh, God. Well, hold on. Let me click him over, and we'll get him on here. Go ahead, caller. You're on. Caller. Like, you don't have my fucking name, fat boy. Fucking just get back from the Atlantic Ocean. I don't even fucking believe you're in Atlantic. You don't even need a ship. You fucking, you can just lay down and fucking take about 300 people yourself. But I, my problem's really not with you. It's these other two, especially. I'm waiting for that motherfucker. Uh, anyway, the other fucking asshole from Canada. I don't even know what it's pure Prairie League Canada or some shit. Fucking guy up there. All he talks about. First of all, give the Vegas Knights some respect, you motherfucker. Hey, are you talking about the St. Louis Blues? Like, I don't even listen to your show, you fucking assholes. All three of you collectively can take a shit, as far as I'm concerned, because your network sucks. You're a bunch of fucking... Uh, first of all, I'm done with uh, uh, Tim and fucking Nate. I gotta get to the real fucking jerk-off asshole that I don't even think about. That fucking T.R. With his fucking opinions every... This one took the cake. This week took the cake because he came on, first of all, and I just, I just happened to hear because it was on. I don't really listen to anything you fuckers say, and I'm not a fan of your show. But he comes on and he says, are you 506? Real witty fucking fat faggot. When you're 290 now and you're like 510, you fucking asshole. All you do is drink. If it, if it wasn't for the 605, nobody would know you. Nobody at all, and you have the audacity to talk about the great Terry Jarrett. You understand Terry Jarrett's position in the history of professional wrestling? Scott Malden, 
Scott Fallon's the better manager than Bobby Heenan, Tim Cornette, Master the Staff, and fucking Paul Heyman combined on the best day. And he's funny, unlike you three fucking idiots, but especially TR shit. Whatever the fuck his name is. Fucking asshole. He's a bad father. He's a schmuck. He makes every show late. He's fucking drunk. He fucking drinks every fucking night. And this is fucking bullshit. And I'm not even getting into the fact that he said something catty or smart about New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV. I don't know what he was trying to do with his cryptic messages. Why don't you go back to Facebook and Twitter and your fucking predictions, you fat fuck. You fucking sit there and drink beer after beer after beer after beer. And I was telling my friend, because it's the only reason I know about the show, but if I inbox you two later, the other two, it's all it's coincidence. But like I said, I'm a 37-year-old guy. I don't listen to this fucking shit. But I happen to hear, hear him talking about Jared Jarrett, fucking the legendary, and fucking kissing Bruce. Bruce Pritchard and uh, Conrad's ass. Of course you are, you fucking faggot, because you want to go to this fucking Starcade. You want to be part of Starcade 85 in Chicago. If you were a real fucking man, and you were really into fucking business and shit, you would try to fucking go and talk to, like, Jado or Guido. And fucking go like Jericho. But like I always tell you, you only wish you were a guy, Jin. You're more like a fucking slow gin or a fucking asshole, as I like to call you. You never did nothing in your business. Dennis Carlos passed away, so he can't fucking tell everybody that you sucked and all you did was carry ring jackets. Now, me, I, well, I'm not athletic, really, but I'm still... A, a true fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'm not a pussy, so I put out nine bucks a month for New Japan World. And I'm getting up at five in the morning because they got something coming up. I forget right now because you piss me off so much. And I'm going to watch CMLL on the CMLL Facebook channel, right? Because you don't even know who Volador is, do you, you jerk off? All you know is fucking The Miz and Seth Rollins and shit like that. You are fucking piece of shit, son of a bitchin' fucking asshole, and you're fat, and you don't your opinions don't mean shit because you don't know the fucking boys. Well, I mean I don't really know, but I lean over tables and get pictures with them. You jerk off. So at hey, least Scott. I met the Kirk anyway. Why? Scott, Scott. Happy Rusev Day. You fuck Rusev. Rusev never did any tours of Fall Japan or New Japan. <laughs> Rusev ain't, he don't fucking wrestle Zeus. He should, if he had any guts, he'd give his fucking notice and get away from God, he's with a girl. Do you understand he's with a fucking girl? Who the fuck wrestles with a girl? Girls, she, the only girls that should be in the business are Jaguar, Yakota, and Linus, Suzuki, and Bull Machino. You have no fucking copy. Just, these three of you with the fucking hockey and the basketball and the wrestling, you should be fucking watching Nippon and TV Ashai TV. And that's hey, it. Scott, Scott, Scott. You got to go put yes, your, asshole. Uh, you got to put your Arby suit in the dryer, dude. I heard the buzzer ring. Hey, listen to me, motherfucker. You always say Arby's, and you don't even know where I live because I lied to you. I don't live in Japan, and there's no Arby's where I live. And I'll have you know that I just got moved up to Fry Cook at McDonald's. 
but that doesn't stop me from getting on the fucking internet and purchasing it. Well, I didn't really have enough money to purchase a ticket, but I'm going to try to get somehow to all in because they have fucking Okada. I don't know if I ever told you about the best wrestler in the history of the planet. Okada. would be the first time you've ever all been all in in anything. He's top three in the world. Fucking Ishimori just left Impact. Thank God he left America and came back to us. He's coming in his pan. He's top three easy. Fucking Tanahashi. Every, all four members of fucking uh, Lost Finger Nobles are fucking top three in the world. Just for example. And you bring up like all these assholes. And have you ever even seen a Dragon Lee match? No. Have you ever seen a, a, you know, I'll forgive him for being American, but he, at least he puts the fucking work in overseas, and that's Juice Robinson, not Tom Robinson. Juice Robinson is ten times the man that Tom Robinson is. Fucking asshole. You know, uh, of course the cat got your tongue this week. Last week at least you had the balls to speak. Well, listen, dude, I mean, it seemed like you were on a little sol- soliloquy there, and, uh, you know, I watched... New Japan on access and shit. I, I'm not going to spend money for something I really don't like. I mean, look at uh, Hideo Itami and, and the, the fucking dad, Hulk Hogan. Go get him over there. Don't you fucking fuck Kenny, son of a bitch. Because that was all Triple H's bullshit dropping the ball. If he put that bit out there on WrestleMania, he would have drew more than the Rockets Stokehold. And you know it in your fucking... I don't know it, dude. I don't agree with you. I don't think Ken is really that... Exciting to the American audience. What have you heard of Stu Hogan about Tommy of the Angels? Do you even watch baseball? He's a hitter and a pitcher. And so would Ken to be that way. He would be the MVP. He would, he's got four to three core star matches. But Triple H, Stephanie, Vince, they're all conspiracy against the Japanese. And you know it, you fucking fat faggot. I fucking hate your guts. I'm never going to listen to this show again. Bye. Well, that was Scott. Uh, Always good to hear from you. Try well, to talk to the guy. We continue and, to build our Scott dossier, though, because we now know he works at McDonald's. Well, that's good. So yeah, he's 37, and, uh, lives at home, but he, works at he revealed, McDonald's. He, he revealed that he uh, lied to us wherever he said it. He said he lived in Japan at one point. said he was in New Orleans for Mania. But he wasn't at Mania because he hates that. He was there for the other shit. And he wears, like, he has Okada on his ceiling. I don't know where, what what state had the math system to where now some 27 wrestlers are in the top three in in the world. Yeah, but, I don't know. It's like a Mount Rushmore, but, like, the biggest Mount Rushmore ever. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe my mistake. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't answer next time. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. Oh, it's, it's nah, funny. he's always welcome. He's enjoyable. Uh, I guess. I, I mean, he only dislikes you guys greatly. He absolutely hates me. <laughs> to say to say oh, that. Who <laughs> makes that? You say that? <laughs> he did say that Nate could carry three hundred people just by laying in the water. I wouldn't well, go that far. Two forty, maybe, not three hundred. God, even I have my standards. 
I think you guys are just getting guilt by association. Uh, maybe, didn't he say he was in the in the mothership, or am I, am I wrong about that? He probably started it. I think he said he was in the mothership at one of the. Uh, if it wasn't this call, it might have been the last one. And because uh, he he was very staunch in the beginning of that call, defending six oh five, and uh, you know. It, 